trying to understand that. Okay. Yet. And I want everybody to remember the word yet. Because if it says yet, that means there's more to come. Y'all get that? If there's the word yet, that means there's more to come. So as I went through high school, uh, on to college, come home from college, uh, I lived with my aunt who was like, listen, baby, the only person you can depend on is the one you see in the room. I had had not recognized my power yet. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown-Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Hey, 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 powerful. We are so very excited. You know, I get excited. You know, that is probably one of the favorite words that I have. I am excited. You know why I'm excited? Because I have a guest today. Yes, I told you all we're going back to the interviews. And when I say this woman is powerful. In fact, she even has that in the name of her business. And I'm talking about nobody other than Nicole Johnson. She hails all the way from the city right now of Dallas, Texas, but don't get it twisted. She came from Chi-Town. And so I got my girl on here with me. She helps us use a power to empower. And so she's a power strategist. She's going to tell us a little bit about her program in addition to some simple, quick things that we can do so you can get your stuff together because she has a program called Power of the Purse. Yes. So I need you to stay around because we're going to talk about this power. We're going to talk about how you can uh, reach into it. We're going to talk about how you can get something out of it and so that you can be a better version of yourself. How many people are listening. And I guarantee you, you need to be better than what you are right now. (laughs) For the people that are listening, you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. We're going to be right back with the power strategist, Nicole Johnson, right after this word from our sponsor. Hey ladies, are you ready to stop playing it small and walk in your full power? Well, I'm inviting you to a master class where you'll get a clear roadmap to accomplish your unmet dreams. This is for you if you've been overwhelmed and trying to accomplish things and you're not achieving them. This is for you if you've been stuck in fear and it's been blinding you. Better yet, this is for you if you lack follow through with what you're desiring to do with your deferred dreams. Come on, come get your seat today. We have virtual and in-person tickets. Register today for the masterclass, Never Too Late, August 27th, 2022. Go to PowerfulGrowInYou.com. That's PowerfulGrowInYou.com. Or you can text 810-321-5365 and find out more information. All right, all right, we back, we back. Are y'all ready? I know I am. All right, Miss Nicole Johnson, Power Strategist. How are you? I am blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I can't wait. Come on, tell the people about how powerful you are. That's not just a title. Like you really <laughs> have some juice. Your testimony is like amazing, amazing. Come on, tell the people who you are. Thank you, thank you, Bridget. You know, uh, life can take us in different directions. And um, let me say this: I didn't start out that way. 
Okay, so where I am now, I am Nicole Johnson. I am your power strategist. And what that means for you is that I help you maximize on your purse. And if you don't think your purse has power, let me give you a, a quick tip. All the women in the world stop shopping on Amazon and see what happened. Baby, watch. <laughs> that part, huh? <laughs> that part right there. And so when you start maximizing on the power of your purse, that's going to empower you. And we're going to help you either achieve your dream of home ownership or activate your financial freedom. And the reason that those have become important to me is because uh, when it comes to financial freedom, we start changing the trajectory of our future for our children, our grandchildren, and the generations that come after them. And when it comes to achieving your dream of home ownership, listen, girl, we're going to get into that story. But let me say this. I want you all to remember this part. 2.25% interest rate. Just write that down. Put that on your notes and remember that number right there because I heard somebody say, people that look like me and you, Bridget, we don't uh -huh. get that. And All I right. like to defy the odds. All right. But but it happened, didn't it? Bad. You personally know that. I, I didn't, listen, Bridget, let me tell them this. I didn't come to play. I came to help win. All right. So All right. if I can do it, I can teach you how to as well. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So people got some, if they listen in, literally, this could be a conversation because it's a conversation you know right. you might not be talking back to nicole but it's a conversation absolutely She's talking to you and i guarantee you you talking back to her even <laughs> though we can't hear you as well as um you are literally able to listen and i've learned so much in just a short time of meeting you and everything it's just amazing it's just absolutely absolutely amazing so let's dig down into this um tell them a little bit about them. We always talk on this about powerful, being powerful. Um, what is your superpower that you have? And what made you know that literally you had a voice to be a power strategist? Ooh, Bridget, let, let me pull this blanket up so I get comfortable. <laughs> Listen, when there was a long time, a very long time. Let me give you a little bit of background. So I was born and raised in the city of Chicago, Chi-Town, okay, on the west side. For everybody who's familiar with that, the west side is the best side. And I'll say this, born and raised in the project. I ain't shame. We had a roof over our head. We had food in our mouth. But the environment was not conducive to being uh, rich. It was. I didn't see the example of being an investor. I didn't see the example of you know fancy cars and all that kind of stuff. So, but my mother used to always tell me, just because you live in the project does not mean that everybody you meet have to know that. I didn't understand that. Okay. Yet, and I want everybody to remember the word yet because if it says yet, that means there's more to come. Y'all get that? If there's the word yet, that means it's more to come. So as I went through high school, uh, on to college, come home from college, uh, I lived with a, uh, my aunt who was like, listen, baby, the only person you can depend on is the one you see in the mirror. Mm. Mm. But I had not, had not recognized my power yet. Okay, I get married. I have a little rug rat. And then I have another little rug rat. I love him dearly. 
Brianna is 27 today. Brandon is 24 today. Uh, I love them dearly. Would do anything for them, right? But I got divorced. Mm. And it was an ugly situation. And then I had a house fire. And then I almost lost my branding. Okay. And from that, I had to see, depend on family to help. And I gave them 59 days before I realized that if I don't get out of here now, mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm going to have a different house and the Department of Corrections going to own me. Okay. So I made a choice. I called a shelter. Mm -hmm. I called a shelter. I said, I need to have a place to live for me and my kids. From that shelter, I went to transitional housing. And while dealing with the fire, this is where it, I had my first aha moment. I'm at the hospital, but I got to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Job. I want you all to write this down. J-O-B means just over broke. I heard that one. I heard it actually from somebody from Chi-Town, by the way. <laughs> just over broke. And if it's not just a, if it could be a jab. It keeps you just at broke. You ain't even over. You just at broke. I returned to work. I had a note on my desk from the owners because I worked for a privately held uh, collection agency. And they said, Nicole, come see us. So I'm skipped to Malou around in the office. They want to see me. You know, they want to you know, congratulate me, welcome me back. You know, I'm glad we all this stuff. And the, the um, receptionist, she was like, well, you know, you got to come back in two weeks because they're on vacation in Hawaii. Say, so what now? What you? <laughs> and as I walked back to my desk mm -hmm. across this warehouse of people, hey, this is so-and-so calling from so-and-so. This is so-and-so They're making money for these folks that's laying on the beach. Mm. And now I'm mad because I can't be at the hospital with my son. Wow. But I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at me. Because I had not positioned myself to be able to be wherever my family needed me to be at that moment. They were smart. I was not. At that moment, I knew Nicole needed to have her own income that was not tied to someone's job. So that was my aha moment. I didn't know what, but it, now I've discovered it's got to be something else. So yeah. we're going to fast forward a few years. I didn't relocated to Birmingham, Alabama. And now we live on the third floor mm -hmm. of an apartment building with no elevator. Let me say that louder for y'all. No elevator. And y'all can't see me. I'm beautiful and I'm a little fluffy. I love all my fluffs. I love my third level tummy. We get along just fine. Don't judge me. Okay. Don't judge me. But when it comes to walking up and down them stairs, groceries, two children, laundry, uh, no, ma'am, that is not for the weak. It is not for the faint of heart. And I'm weak and faint of heart when it comes to stairs. So I started going to these seminars. Mm -hmm. Okay, want to learn how to buy a house. Yeah. Because I want something more for my kids. Right. So this is where I want y'all to write down, write this down. This is your nugget. You must have a strong enough why in order to pursue a goal that's going to make you change. So when that goal is so out of spectrum, right? It's nothing you've never done before. It's nothing you've never dreamed of doing before, but now you want it. Your why, why do you want to do it, Bridget? 
why did I want to become a homeowner? And I look at those two children and I'm like, it's a better life for them. Okay. So I go to the seminars and they're like, you need a good credit credit score. You need savings in your bank account. You need a good budget. Let me get my coat and go on leave because I done struck out three times and it ain't but five minutes in. But then I said, hold on. If they're telling me what, they got to tell me how. Wow. Bridget, I just lied to myself. They showed me, they told me what. They never showed me how. So I went home feeling defeated, upset. And uh, I went, you know how, you know how mamas used to do. Girl, why are you in here and all these lights on? Turn these lights off. So I was behind my children. Turn these lights off. I said, do you know how much it costs to live in here? My daughter's looked at me and said, what, about $200? (gasps) (laughs) Who did that child just gut through? Did she just throw punch me? I said, she. So I pulled out my checkbook. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, $700 for rent. $200 $200 for the light bill, $200 for this, this, this. And as I think I'm giving her aha moment, uh-huh. go my next aha moment. Wow. If I can spend all of this for an apartment that belongs to somebody else, I can buy a house. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, that became my why. Mm-hmm. That is when I tapped into my power. Yeah. Okay. So now, how? Because ain't nobody helping me. Okay, I tell you what. See, I like a challenge. So I met with my credit report. Mm-hmm. It was a whole forest full of pages. Don't now let me give y'all a little history. Your girl was a four-time loser in society's aspect. Well, what does that mean, Nicole? Well, Bridget, I'm so glad you asked me that because I'm going to tell you. I was divorced. Mm-hmm. I was a single mom mm-hmm. and I had filed bankruptcy twice. Yes, Lord, y'all. Yes, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Once when I got out of college because I was young and dumb. And when I got divorced, I got rid of him and all the things that were associated with him, except for the children. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had to split. So now, how do I do this? Well, Bridget, I started researching. Yeah, Google became my best friend. I started looking for programs. I started looking for grants. I started looking for this, that, and the other. And within one year and a half, got a job promotion, which meant more income, utilized multiple programs. And on 9-9 of 09, I became a first-time homeowner. Nine nine oh nine. If that was nine nine oh nine, there you go. Wow. So yeah, that was. And when I tell you signing all them documents, when I signed the last one and laid that pen on the table, yeah, it was absolutely the best feeling in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know. And so, uh, uh, how how did you get the house? Like what, what? Interest rate? Did I tell y'all to write that down? 2.25%. Let me tell you what went along with that. It wasn't just the interest rate because, you know, the interest rate was the icing on the cake. My, you know, you have to go to the closing table with some coins, right? My cashier's check, and I tell you now, I still have the receipt. It Mm. was $602 and some change. Say that a little bit louder for the people in the back. $602 and some change at the closing table and less than 
$2,000 in out-of-pocket expenses. And I'm talking the, the survey, the inspection, I'm all of the insurance policy, all that. Less than two grand. Wow. Unheard of. Unheard oh, of. Nine, nine. And, nine. Oh, oh, nine. Yes. And then... Because my president, because because our president was so presidential, how about the year after that, mm-hmm. my income tax check came, it had that refundable credit on it. Girl, you couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. You couldn't tell me a thing. So it was an experience that it was a gift. Yeah. Let me say that. And I have always believed that gifts are meant to be shared. So that's when I took to social media. Mm-hmm. Let me go tell the world how to do this. So that began my journey as a business owner. All right. Okay. Unofficially, let's call it that. So I started, a, I joined someone else's uh, Facebook group mm-hmm. and it was about finances. And so people started talking about the programs and different things. I was like, well, that wasn't my home journey. That was my home ownership journey. So let me start my own community and share mine and help other single moms do what I did. And that was the beginning of my entrepreneur. See, remember I told you all them years back then, I knew I needed something. I hadn't found what. So that was the beginning. And from 2010 to 2017, I helped over 200 women do exactly the same thing. So, and and let me throw this part out there because, you know, sometimes people forget and don't think that business owners give back. I did that for free. Wow. Their only cost was that when I come to town to visit, I have my own room in the house. I, have <laughs> I know that's right. Come on now. I you, know your girl that's right. <laughs> Airbnb. Airbnb before it even blew up. <laughs> that was my you. only requirement. When the call comes visit, I get my own room and yeah. you go sponsor me. So listen, and it was an amazing feeling. And as Facebook, provides those memories yeah and i'm looking at them and they're popping up new homeowner new homeowner achiever becomes new homeowner i am so amazed at the journey that i helped so many people uh, you know go on and then to get their kids that was that is still amazing well in 2017 a business owner tapped me on the shoulder said ma'am it's time to be a business owner we've been doing this too long for free and that was the, that was how BNB Financial Services grew. Okay. So, um, and over the years, I have gone to different aspects where I teach my community how to get scholarships for their children, right? Because I want to help make sure that our college students aren't coming out with thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of unnecessary debt. Okay, don't, baby, you ain't got to put your hand up because I put up my left, right, knee, elbow, right foot, big toe, all of that. I, I think you 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 had the threshold too low. I think you said 30. <laughs> How about 200,000? Like, well, you know, we, I was trying to keep it simple. And the reason that that became important to me to teach our kids mm-hmm. is because as I was helping the women try to buy a home, one of their biggest obstacles was student loan debt. Yeah. That was their biggest obstacle was student loan debt. And so 
I'll call them case studies. I, we, we won't call them clients. I'll call them case studies. I had a mother and a daughter. So we're talking mom, daughter, and a granddaughter. Now, the grand, grandbaby about six. Mm-hmm. And so the mom contacted me and she said, listen, I need help because I'm getting too old to be doing the same stuff I did 20 years ago. I said, I understand. She said, but I want my daughter to sit in because she's doing, she's me 20. I said, I understand that. And so as we talked and we went through our sessions, I didn't let the mom talk at all. I let the daughter talk. And I just look at mom. I said, is this you? Uh-huh. I said, now, daughter, how did you pick up these habits? That's what we're going to call them. Well, when mama got mad, she come home from work talking about something. They got on her nerves at the job. So she picked me up and we going to the mall. I said, mm. Mm-hmm. So mama, you realize you taught her her bad habits without teaching her her bad habits. Yeah. She, uh-uh. Yeah, that yeah, I just punched you in the throat. I love you though. Okay. So that really was what made me realize that in spite of what we tell our kids, they're gonna do what they see us do. Yeah. So yeah. daughter called me, said, Mom, Mr. Cole, we need a we need a session right now. I said, Well, what's wrong? So we jump in Zoom and she said, So I had a bad day at work. And I came home and I told mom I had a bad day. She said, Girl, me too. Mom. And then they take the grandbaby who's six, old enough to pay attention. Exactly. Right? So she said, now I'm feeling bad. I came home and I'm finna take all my stuff back to the store. And when mama said, I'm not taking my stuff back. I said, well, daughter, I congratulate you on a wise decision. Yes. I said, now, mama, let me ask you one question because I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm only here as your advisor your conscience, and your accountability partner. What are you not going to pay mm-hmm. to afford that $600 you just spent in the mall? Oh. Come on, baby. We all going back to the store. Mm, that part, thank you. That part. Let's unpack that. I love that you're talking about that right now because I think a lot of people think that budget is a dirty word um, and not see the empowering part of it. Um, because if, you know, Walmart, I don't go to Walmart as much um, as I used to go. But when they first opened up in our area and everything, I was at Walmart all the time. Um, but if you think about someplace like Walmart, and we don't even have to go to Walmart. We go little, you know, Sunoco gas station or whatever it is. Do they not run on budgets? So I ran a school for 20 years almost. I had a budget. I couldn't do whatever I wanted to do. So why do people... Why do we as human beings think that that's acceptable and that's okay? And then why do we make it an ugly thing? Because all it tells us is how to diversify what we have. So then we do know what we can do and everything. Because I think this is another thing. Unpack this. I think people think if I'm on a budget, I can't do nothing. And it's stuff that you can do, but we just got to be wiser. So we'll talk about that. Share some tips with them that how could they use a budget better? First of all, they need to start a budget, right? If they don't have right. And then right. how could they use it better? So your budget is a is a guide. It's going to tell your money where to go. And the reason that I when I talk to women, because we do an examination of the past, where did you learn your habits from? And what we have is a lot of time women were not in control of the money. They had no access or may not have had access to the money. So guess what? If the man said he'll go twenty dollars, he'll go a hundred dollars, he'll go five hundred dollars. This is what you work with. 
that was it. They had no idea, may not have had any idea what else was going on. And over time, that thing trickled down to the children, mm-hmm. right? So, and then as women started to gain more access and start earning their own money, then came that entitlement. Mm-hmm. I work hard for my money. So guess what? I'm going to buy what I want. Well, you can, but there's consequences to that. And we didn't learn budgeting in school. Yeah. That was not necessarily a class that they taught us. So we didn't learn about financial uh, responsibility and we need it yeah. because as we start to earn more, we start breaking those glass ceilings with that money. You know, now we're we're free. We we think we didn't arrive. Yeah. I got that $15,000 bonus. I got that $10,000 bonus. I ain't stepping on no toes. I, I yes, I am. I'm gonna step all on your toes, your feet, and get all up in your in your cavity. Ouch, ouch. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. If what that if you don't shift your mindset about how you manage your money as fast as it comes in, it'll go out. Yeah. And so, but the other thing about that is, is as women, we wear a lot of hats, mm-hmm. right? And so we are, most of us are emotional creatures. And so I got to take care of mama. I got to take care of daddy, grandmama, granddaddy, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, uh, the kids. And this, I didn't even talk about school, homework, cooking, and all, and all the other duties we have. Yeah. That we, we function mm-hmm. in our dysfunction. Oh. And in order, we function well in our dysfunction. You know why? Because it works. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Well, well that. actually, we think it works because yes, it's really not it working for it's us. It's not working. We have that mindset that is working, which is not absolutely. Working. It's working because the lights still come on. Yeah, it's still some food in the refrigerator. Those types of things, but we're not paying attention to the late fees, mm-hmm. the high interest rates, because bad credit is is expensive. And you, we talked about that earlier. You and I were talking about, um, you know, it's so important. And hopefully, our listeners are really listening to this because your habits carry over into your future. That's so right. while we think it's not hurting us, just because we don't see it in this moment, we're gonna see it. One of my favorite books um, is a uh, uh, Darren Hardy, his book Compound Effect. And so every time, and I think about this when I'm eating um, like fried foods and stuff like that, because I have really gotten better with eating better. And so I'm sitting down eating it. And it's a part of the book where he talks about, he said, you know, nobody would pick up that greasy burger, those greasy fries versus a salad. If when they ate the greasy burger and greasy fry, they immediately died. They didn't have a time to, to, to develop, you know, heart disease or any of those different things. If you just immediately had a consequence, Nobody would do it. And because we don't have those consequences, we're like, oh, okay, it ain't hurting till 10 or 20 years later. And right. I told you, I'm saying ouch, because this is the part that I want our listeners to really listen to you and to tap into you, which at the end, we're going to talk about this in a minute, where how they can tap into you, how they can you know, find you, what they can do, because we need Nicole's in the world. We need power strategies, you know, because again, it's not hurting us right now. And just because it's not hurting us right now, don't mean it Doesn't won't, mean it won't hurt. That's right. right. You eat that burger and fries at five yeah. o'clock. Yeah. By 9.30, then that heartburn kick in. You like, oh, I shouldn't have ate that burger. But you yeah. knew that way before you bought it. You but we like, it's my body. I'll do what I want. That's right. <laughs> and you can. Every time. And this is, this is something that we have to teach our kids 
and ourselves. You have the right to choose anything that you want, Mm -hmm. but every choice comes with a consequence, whether it's good or bad. You know that you have to stop at that red light. You have a choice to stop or roll through it. Roll through it if you want to. Yeah, because I'm going to write your ticket because you ran that light. It's a choice. Let's go there and unpack that for a moment, Um, because this is one thing that I taught Nicole when I was a, a school administrator. People always looked at consequence. Whenever I say consequence, parents like, you gave my kid a consequence? I said, no, 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 no. I call rewards consequences too, because they are the negative right. and the positive are both consequences. One just going to lend you a positive outcome. The other one might lend you, but they're, they're all consequences. Yeah, they're all so consequences. let's talk about some of those um, positive consequences. You know, if you couldn't say, if, if you had, uh, again, on the elevator, you got one thing that you see this person, you're like, you just got to, to be able to read them. You're like, they need Nicole. What's the one thing, one positive consequence that you would tell them that they have on the other side if they just listen to you? Oh, I would tell anyone, if you listen to me, that biggest goal that you want is achievable. Mm. Whatever that biggest goal is, it's achievable. Because a lot of things that we want to accomplish in our lives are so big that we get overwhelmed with the process of going after them. Ooh. And so we give up. Yeah. That's too big. It's, it's too much. I don't know who can help me. I don't know how they can help me. So imagine a single mom mm-hmm. barely, and I mean barely making $40,000 a year with two children, daycare expenses, grocery expenses, car note, car insurance, rent, all of the things that we pay every day still walk to the closing table. Wow. And I'm not talking a little shabby home. I ain't talking about a shack or a hood. I'm talking about the biggest house on the cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. square footage, three right. bedrooms. Two bathrooms, attic, all that good stuff. Yeah. And I can't reach out my window and pass sugar to my neighbor. So I got some land. (laughs) I know that. I know that. (laughs) Okay. And I had three requirements. Let me show you what mindset does for you. Yes. You would think that, you know, I'm buying a house. The square footage has to be this. That wasn't my dream. Mm -hmm. I had to have a fenced in backyard. Mm-hmm. I had to have screen doors on all the entryways mm-hmm. and all the windows already had to have blinds. Mm-hmm. Little bitty things. Because I was a single mom. I didn't have time to go shopping. I was in school. Oh, and let me tell you my life at that time. I was doing, I, I started the business, but uh-huh. leading up to my, starting the business, I was in school. I was in um in law school. Okay. I had just started law school actually. Then I was working five days a week in the office and raising a a high schooler Mm -hmm. and a middle school boy. So I got the girl and the boy. You know, I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because they're different (laughs) children. Yeah. And they were different children. All right. So imagine trying to juggle all of that. This was before we were working from home. And then in 2010, I started on a regular basis 
helping other women. And then my crazy self, come on now, I'm just going to tell on myself. In 2011, Mm -hmm. while I'm in law school still, because I'm going part-time, I enrolled in graduate school. So I'm getting my master's degree and my law degree at the same time. And I'm running a business and I'm working for the government and I'm raising two. Child, I'm tired thinking about it. Hmm. But every night that I sat at that computer and I said, who told you to do this? Uh Oh, you told you to do this. And why? Yeah. Went back to my why. But you know why I enrolled in graduate school? Mm -hmm. Because my law school did not take student loans. So I was paying out of pocket. But my graduate school did. So guess what I did? Mm -hmm. I used the refund checks from the graduate school to pay for law school. Yeah. So on one one loan, I got two degrees. Two degrees. Wow. Don't tell me what I can't do, boo. Don't You're tell me. strategist, for real. <laughs> and when I tell people that you can do the same thing, yeah. and I can show you how, I'm not just going to tell you what you can do. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that from January 1 to the end of November, you can save $5,000. I'm going to give you the strategy. Yeah. on how to do it. And that's what we miss. And so when we don't tap into that power that we have within us to make sure we accomplish those goals, not just for ourselves, but for our sister, but for our brother, yeah. but for our mother yeah. and father, because guess what, Bridget, do you know that when you make step, take steps to change, mm-hmm. inspire somebody else to do oh, the yeah. same thing? Definitely. Good and bad. I have a lady, I was at a conference and she said, because she worked, she was going to eat out. Yeah. She wasn't bringing lunch. <laughs> I said, excuse me, ma'am, how much was eat out? Because you don't look like you was having McDonald's. What was your, on average, $150 a week for lunch. When she said that, he, you know, ma'am, the tape says 150 times 52 weeks. That's what you go to work every day. Now, we're not going to take off for you because you was on vacation because you was eating more when you was on vacation. So we're not even going to go there. But wow. that tape say that's $7,800 for the year. That's your down payment on your house. She said, well, I don't have a house yet. I said, because you ate it. <laughs> that's you ain't you said you was gonna step on our toes. Go ahead. Step boom, shaka like a like a boom. She ate the house. She said, she just kind of dropped her head. She said, mm, ain't nothing you can say. But somebody in her office told her this. Before you started working, I was bringing my lunch every day. About wow. six months ago, my husband told me, if I don't get my act together, I'm going to be in trouble. And I'm still fighting with him because our money looks funny mm-hmm. because of all the eating out. And it's your fault. Now, sister, it's yours. You had a choice. Yeah. So it is important to me to be in a position. I I take it as my, I ask God every day to use me as a vessel. Yes. To influence somebody, to let them know that I'm not here to give you a handout, but I am here to give you a hand up to the next destination of your life. And if it means that I... 
I have to show you different strategies from what you already learned. We got to unpack all of that. We got to break down what has happened in the past. So just like we go into school and we look at the history books to see what happened back then, we need to sit down with your financial paperwork and look at what happened back then. Who taught you this? Where did you learn it? So we can unlearn it. We can reveal what's happening in you so that we can turn around and have a transformation. And then we can get to the manifestation and the implementation of how you are going to reach every goal that you want to reach. But it all starts with you. Change your mindset. You can change your address. Mm -hmm. You can change your balance in your bank account. You can change and add degrees to your wall. There's so many things you can do if you change your mindset. And that is my goal. Not to help you do a budget. Good, I can do your budget for you. (laughs) But if you don't change the mindset, you'll be right back where you started from with the old jacked up habits in three weeks, if Mm -hmm. it takes that long. Exactly. Because they revert back. You know, I, uh, you, for the listening audience, they know most of them, unless you're listening for the first time, I'm a minister as well. So when you just said that, that remind me, well, you say the, ho- the house was swept and garnished. Mm-hmm. And then here come one, seven times worse. So, yeah, we have to watch those habits so we can get back so in when there. you pull that, go, that old stuff out, you yeah. got to replace it with good stuff. Good stuff and keep doing it. And so that's why people need people like you. Um, and so as we wrap up, then tell the people, okay, how can they reach you? How can they contact you? This this power of the purse is serious. It's really serious. Um, people have heard you say on here, you've helped over 200 women. That was before you really started being business. You know, right. so, you know, how many have you helped now? Like, it's just over, overly amazing. But your testimony, and this is the part that I love about your testimony. You said nine, nine. Oh, nine. Oh, nine. And the thing about oh, nine, what was going on was everything went gravy back in oh, nine in the, in the housing market. No. So you did. And I'm some- glad you said that, Bridget. Because everybody was talking the interest rate, the interest rate. I came back how you can. The interest rate was five plus percent when I purchased in 09. Mm-hmm. But did you hear what I said? I locked in 2.25 percent. And, and people today, people who look like us, people who don't look like us, how did you get that, Nicole? Good. Let me tell you. Now, this strategy ain't for everybody. Yeah, it's not for everybody, but it works. Yes. But I tell you that it works and whatever you whatever you apply it to, Mm -hmm. it won't just work when you try to buy a house. It's going to work when you try to buy a car. It's going to work when you try to help finance your kids education because we're shifting all of that. So the housing market today, even still, is looking at a high interest rate. Do, do you have to have a house if you buy now to have that high interest rate? You don't. There are things that you can implement. There are things that you can do to get around that. So what I'm doing is uh, on August 15th, I'm ha- hosting a five-day challenge. Okay. And what I want to do is continue to help and spread my wings and, 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 and just sprinkle all this fabulousness all over as many people, especially women, especially yes. women, because we are so disenfranchised in so many ways. So I want to help you get your mindset straight, right? So that you can buy that house, yes. so that you can buy that car. 
that without it costing you an arm and a leg. And listen, and that's just the foundation. Yeah. Here's one of the things that I make sure you understand. You're going to learn how to pay into your savings like it's a bill. Yes. And people don't understand that. And Nicole, I saved $5,000 and then something happened and now it's gone. Well, baby, what was you going to do if the $5,000 hadn't been saved? Let's look at perspective. Yes. Be glad you had that $5,000 because what would you do? Yeah. Right. So during this five day challenge, I'm going to go through parts of my five day, uh, my five part implementation system. Okay. And we're going to talk about how to kickstart all of these different parts because five days alone is not going to get it. But I'm going to give you a foundation to get started. Okay. Right. Because sometimes all you need to know is that you can do it. And here's the best part, Bridget. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it alone. That's there is power in numbers. There's safety in numbers. I create an environment where we, where we can all just share and not just share, but get advice. So guys, if you're listening, listen, it's not just about the power of the purse because the purse impacts the family, but so does the wallet. So if the wallet, if you're out here listening, I got something for the wallet too. These same strategies apply to you. So you can come along to, let me say, one of the things I just did about two weeks ago, mystery shop your way to more income. People could not, Nicole, how? And when I sat there and I worked with them and showed them, I shared my screen. I don't just tell you what, I help you understand the how. And when I showed that. But I see $400 a week. I said, and legally without being on the pole. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? So it is, I enjoy my challenges. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the aha moments that people receive. I enjoy the revelation that they come to. And I enjoy giving them tasks and assignments that challenge them. Yes. Because I can turn around and say, I'm not just telling you this. I'm not just showing that I sat in the same seat you sat in. Mm-hmm. I sat needing to know, how do I do this? Yes. And 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 can I do this? Yes. And, and I can. just want to make sure that <laughs> you know that you can. Yes. And if you stick with me, you will. Yeah. And I'm going to have a room in your house, too. <laughs> on that note, um, we want them to be come to the five day challenge. Uh, how else can they link up with you on uh, social media? So on uh, all platforms, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok, I am at the Nicole Y. Johnson, all one word. And you'll be able to find me there. Uh, I am actually uh, running my Facebook group and it is called The Power of Your Purse. And if you want to email me because you're not on social media, that's fine as well. It's Nicole at B A N D. B financial services. So Brianna and Brandon financial services.org. Okay. 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 I was like, help them out. You saying B because it's the first initial of your children. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. It has been a pleasure uh having you on. Like literally, we have to have to have um a part two of this. We definitely gotta have this again. Um, because we gotta break down some of this stuff. I wrote so many notes, so I hope other people were uh taking notes as well. And especially the part that you talked about your job. There's nothing wrong with a job. We're not going to talk about it. But mm-hmm. um, 
Again, if your job is keeping you just over broke, then we need to look and figure out what we are doing. Um, and so that has to be the part two. We were talking earlier when we were off camera about how Nicole and I were talking about different people that were able to save and amass and do. And we're talking about people that didn't have money. So it's like, there's no reason not to have, you know, this lady did an incredible endowment. You know, when she died, she left and she worked as a maid, but she used to save pennies and dimes and quarters back in the forties, 1940s, 1950s. And so there's nothing that we can't do. And I say she left a sizable one. Yeah. She left over a million dollars. Um, wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's just amazing. So Everything can be done. And she never changed. She never had this big amount of money. Nobody left her an inheritance, but her money was being um, invested and saved. She didn't even know how much it was. The banker actually called her and was like, you got all of this. And I don't see that you have anything designated. You don't have this and that. She didn't know what she was doing, but the money right. was there and just growing. And um, her personal bank. You know what she did, Bridget? She mm -hmm. created the habit. Yep. She created the habit. She was consistent. And so as her money started to grow, what we have to understand is you don't have to start saving with big amounts. Yeah. Create the habit to save and change the amount when your income changes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I even have gotten into the habit lately um, around here to, for the people um, who are listening. My father recently passed. And so um, had some transition, had some different changes. And so I'm in a new city. And so anytime I go to the store to do anything, I take all of my change and I dump it. And so I started up another savings account and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that money. And I know that's nothing new because a lot of the banks are even doing it now with your change. They're asking you to move it over, but I'm like hard scheduling and doing it because my grandson loves money. And I was like, okay, I have been giving him, I'm like, I'm not giving him this money. I'm going to put this money over here and let it, you know, build because my goal is eventually to do some other investing and stuff like that. But I went in there one day, I was like, and saved up, I had like 70 something dollars. And so like you just said, just building a habit. And so anytime I have loose change or anything, I'm building the habits. Kind of like you were telling offline about the story of the family that you work with, where they have the pots, uh, the jars. So we got to get into that. We got to talk about the jars. I can't wait to have you back. Uh, but we're going to let the people go today because this is juicy and I can keep on talking. So I appreciate everyone for listening today. As I always say in everything, please make sure you reach out. I would love to hear from you. I would love to know how I can bless you. And definitely, I would love to know how this helped you. And so if it is, go into the show notes, email me. Like I say, I kept the first email. It's ordained educator at gmail.com so that you all can hear stuff. And I'd love to let Nicole know uh, what you thought about this episode. So email me your thoughts. You also can go to BridgetBrownJackson.com as well and um, leave a comment on the website, uh, BridgetBrownJackson.com forward slash podcast. And so you can go on there. I would love to hear it. Uh, we're going to have Nicole back. So I got to have y'all. You got to tell me some stuff so I can tell her some stuff about how this absolutely blessed you. And I cannot go out without saying uh, thank you for investing time in yourself today. And you know, I always like to say, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. Nicole believes in you. I believe in you. Have a great and marvelous, marvelous day. Hey ladies, are you ready to stop playing it small and walk in your full power? 
Well, I'm inviting you to a master class where you'll get a clear roadmap to accomplish your unmet dreams. This is for you if you've been overwhelmed and trying to accomplish things and you're not achieving them. This is for you if you've been stuck in fear and it's been blinding you. Better yet, this is for you if you lack follow through with what you're desiring to do with your deferred dreams. Come on, come get your seat today. We have virtual and in-person tickets. Register today for the masterclass, Never Too Late, August 27th, 2022. Go to PowerfulGrowInYou.com. That's PowerfulGrowInYou.com. Or you can text 810-321-5365 and find out more information.